What's up, party animals? Manny Lore here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. Again, I got three topics for you. First, Ayo Rhino, the solo winner of the 300K the showdown on DraftKings. He takes all the 300K for himself. I'll show you how he did it. Topic number two, and, and this one's a question. Has anyone ranked stacks, probably three-man stacks, before making lineups and made lineups that way? Kind of uh, to, to forego the optimizer route where towards the end of your 150, you get really bad combinations. We'll talk about that a little bit more. And then topic number three, the Week 5 Millionaire Challenge. DraftKings forcing everyone to stack, pretty much. Don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. All that and more on the Study Minute, baby. Let's go. Ayo Rhino, I believe I'm pronouncing that correct, was the solo winner of the DraftKings showdown slate yesterday. The big 300K to first. He was in there. He was up top by himself. Not a single tie. As a matter of fact, there wasn't a tie for second place or third place either. Pretty crazy when you think about it. You needed a really... I guess, off-the-board game for this to happen, and that's exactly what you want. The Steelers came out in some sort of wildcat. Reminded me of Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams from my Dolphin days. Anyway, it was Samuels and James Conner. Probably not the same caliber of duo, but they got the job done. The Steelers won 27-3. James Conner was the captain for A.O. Rhino. He also used the Steelers' defense. Deontay Johnson, give me your damn time machine. Joe Mixon, Mason Rudolph, and, and you really want to talk about time machine. Apart from playing James Conner as the captain, you also play Jalen Samuels at 4% in a showdown? That's insane. I, I think contrarian in a showdown is 20 24%, 21%, 25%. 3.9 for Jalen Samuels? That's pretty impressive. The guys right behind him, Break Ribs, who took second place by himself. Same lineup, except it was John Ross instead of Joe Mixon. John Ross finished about four points behind Joe Mixon. And then Blentz, the third place guy, Deontay Johnson was his captain. Steelers, Connor, Mixon, Rudolph, Jalen Samuels. So all really, really close lineups. All had the 3.9% Jalen Samuels in there. And, and and essentially, that's what gave them the win on DraftKings. Congratulations, Ayo Rhino. Anytime a person does not tie in a showdown, I think it's pretty impressive. He won by four points, so not really a sweat. But it was virtually a one-player difference from second place. Almost a one-player difference from the fourth-place guys as well. So congratulations to the winners yesterday, specifically A.O. Rhino. Congrats. Topic number two. This one, more of a question and more food for thought, right? I, I tried this with uh, the week four slate and <clears throat> kind of going over not just team totals, game totals because i like game stacking uh but more more so individual projections right and if you wanted to go and and make stacks beforehand fine but then if you wanted to rank uh three-man stacks i don't know say in order of projection and who projects out to be the best three-man stack the second best third best so on and so forth i don't know say make the top 10 or 15 highest projected three-mans on the slate according to your groups maybe even four-mans 
and then play them that way. If you play, if you just upload projections, make your groups, do everything we've done, I still think we can get better just a tad bit, right? I mentioned something along the lines of, of you know, having your optimizer play the very best stacks first and then fill in your players. Well, if, if, if you just let the optimizer run 150, 200, 300 lineups, eventually it's going to fit in some Rosen to Devontae Parker and Preston Williams because it's so cheap and then fit in all the McCaffrey's and the Alvin Kamara's and all these guys around them. And like that, it'll make some highly projected lineups. But if you can make the stacks first and then fill in the players around them, I think that'd be better. An easy way to do that is to do exactly what I'm telling you. Make all these three-man or four-man stacks first, see how they stack up against each other, and then you kind of know who you want in your 150. Might be a better way to go. I, I, that sounds like something we should try on stream. Why not, fellers? Why not? Topic number three, the last one for today. Uh, week five, Millionaire Challenge. At least that's what they're naming it, DraftKings, right? Play the week five fantasy football millionaire contest. And the challenge is draft a QB wide receiver duo from the same team that combine for the highest scoring fantasy points. And you'll win a share of $100,000. I, I don't know. Uh, this isn't the solution to make casuals play better, okay? This isn't the right way to do this. Essentially, you're forcing people to now start playing the optimal strategy, right? Granted, a QB wide receiver isn't the end-all be-all. Shouldn't get them high enough. At least I don't think so. But little by little, you're introducing stacking to those that are complete casuals at the bar making their lineups, right? At a barbecue making lineups. You're forcing them to stack, which... Uh, again, you shouldn't be able to. I, I think people don't get it. Like, games aren't meant for everyone to win. That's not what a game is. In a game, there can't be everyone cannot win. It just can't happen. And, and, and when companies try to make everyone win, it's when they start devaluing their product just a little bit and make it, you know, I, I wouldn't say not fair, but it's just not fun when you're forcing others to catch up, right? If, if, if people just aren't good and don't want to put in the time, they don't deserve to win, I feel. Don't make them stack. And, and this whole thing, I, I get it. It's a challenge, but another they're trying to make the casual have better lineups and compete a little more. I, I don't agree with this at all. I don't agree with this at all. Everyone cannot win. Everyone cannot be a pro. And, and apart from it being a zero-sum game, you can't make everyone, you can't force everyone to be better. I, I don't agree with this. There are people that are putting in time, right? And if you're putting in time, of course you're going to be better than everyone else. Now DraftKings feels everyone should be stacking. Well, first, if they don't know they should be stacking, that's a different story. But if they really don't know and now you're forcing everyone to, I mean, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. If you want to tweet me at MLaura, tell me what your thoughts are. Cool. I'd love to hear them, but... I don't know how anyone would be in favor of this. I don't know how that would happen. Um, anyway, that's the challenge for this week. I assume a lot of people are going to tie, especially because the tournament always has 300,000 entries. But whatever, I guess it's a way to make people stack. And 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 I guess that's, that's the bottom line here for DraftKings. Thank you guys for listening. Streams resume today. I will be back on 12 p.m. Eastern. The podcast never stopped. I did the Awesome Show yesterday. Took a little break from streaming yesterday. Just one day. We're back on today. Uh, we are going to review last week. 
get some get some i guess flex tuesday if you want if you guys want me to review your lineup i'll do that as well we'll take a look at a pro uh one of the pros that made some some decent money this week see what they did right see what we can learn from it and if you can't make the stream i know i know it's during the day you have work nine to five you don't have lunch at the time i stream fair enough all i ask is that you guys download the same podcast tomorrow and crack a smile while listening thank you guys catch you then